And we're live, baby. Howdy. Howdy doodly do. We Let's got the fourth installation of Kush and Applesauce. Oh, <laughs> is, that, is that a fresca? <laughs> a fresca. It's, uh, it's a Sleeman. It's a diet fresca. A.K.A. a Sleeman. A.K.A. is extra hoppy. It's not bad. I uh, shout out to the Sleeman family, keeping it real all these years. Thank you to the Sleeman family for making my university pretty fucking kick ass. (laughs) (laughs) Brother fucker. (laughs) Brother fucker. I believe in you, brother fucker. Ah, it's good. No. It's good to be back. It is. It is. There's a lot that's happened in the world. And yet I can't really think of one thing. It's hard to put your finger on one thing, isn't it? It's so much, like, like so it's much happens too, nowadays, like it's hard to like really you know, like there's like a weekly news cycle, you know, there's like a story of the week and, you know, the next week it's the next thing and you just kind of forget about what happened last week, you know? And the speed of the information, it's just coming at you. Like, does anyone even talk about Afghanistan anymore? I see the odd news blip here and there, but the, yeah, that's still very much a thing going on. I think the last blip, I was at my parents this weekend and... Just it was CNN or C CBC News, a little blip at the bottom. It said that food prices have increased fifty percent since Taliban takeover. Oh yeah, I wondered why. Uh, yeah, tight regulations and supply and demand. I'm sure, there's more than enough supply. They're just they're not good. It's just a bad situation over there. I saw a, a short video about uh, truckers going across the Afghanistan-Pakistan border. Yeah. And they said, uh, now Taliban rule, they don't have to bribe the policemen anymore to get across the border. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so, I don't know. You kind of huh. forget about that. Like, you know, in third world countries, the cops are, uh, like, super corrupt. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, you can bribe your way out of out of things. Anything. You just yeah. Got through. Yeah. I'm sure you could in Cuba. Too. I'm trying to think of Cuba. Could you get away with that? Because I've heard, like, um, like, you know, it's kind of an unwritten rule on the highways. So if it says 80, just keep it under 100 and then, then the police won't bother you. But okay. and then and, and like in, in places like Cuba, for example, if it says 80 miles per hour, it means 80 miles per hour. If you're going 81, then the police will pull you over. Wow. So but then again, you can drink in your car in Cuba. So, <laughs> so I mean, and there's no seatbelts either. So, I mean. What the hell? Jeez, I need the, to think of that. I think fifty percent of Cuba's um, tail lights actually work. Brake lights, brake lights. <laughs> I think they, I don't know if they. I don't think they work. But 
but yeah, it's just different safety standards around the world. Sure. Sure. I mean, Cuban cars look pretty sketchy. I mean, most of them are almost 70 years old now. Yeah. Those cars are old. There's like a lot of cars from the 50s and the 60s. A lot of engines from Russia, like diesel engines, and they just drop them in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On that note, too, there is a lot of Ladas over there. Yeah, a lot of Ladas. Uh, apparently, and Hyundai's that's... sell over there. They do, yeah. There's like, like Toyota would be the high end of what they can get, but mostly Chinese imported cars. Yeah, mostly Chinese. I would say, yeah, the vast majority of them. I still don't really understand how car ownership works in a communist uh, country. It's, like... it's kind of neat because, like, I think if it's if it's if it's a government-owned vehicle, and you see a hitchhiker in Cuba. By law, you got to pick them up. Oh yeah, yeah. Makes and sense, I guess. Yeah, yeah, and it's that's yeah, it's like when when we were over there, that's what they that's what they joked was the number one uh, sport in Cuba was hitchhiking. Is but in, and then that's just a way of transportation. That's how people get around the island. It's also not a big space either. Right? Like Cuba is, it's it's quite expansive. Maybe I, I don't know if it's the biggest country in the Caribbean, but in, in terms of ge- geographical scale, it's not that big. So it's probably the biggest island, sure. But yeah, it's not a big country by any means. It's just yeah. kind of long. It is, yeah. It's long and long and skinny, like a like a piece <laughs> of like a like a piece of wheat, <laughs> like a baguette, <laughs> like a baguette. Uh, uh, You really like Cuba, don't you? I miss Cuba, man. I miss Cuba. That was another thing that happened in the news. Remember that like huge protest, apparently? Oh, my God. CNN and that protest. You know that protest when they were like, and then there's a guy screaming into the camera, like, oh, the government has enough money to build hotels and the tourists, but they don't have enough for us. And then they made such a big deal out of it. Like that, that protest lasted like four hours and then everybody got on with their lives. That was it. I briefly kind of remember stuff like that. I think there's a small protest here in Halifax. Yeah. I don't really know what it was about though. Like I know like the Cuban <laughs> government isn't like the world's best government. No, of course not. It's, it's not. And like, I don't know what it was about, really. I didn't pay too much attention to it. Cuba has always been a mono economy where, like, in the 30s and it was sugar. Like, like we were talking about, it's not a big country, so it's it, it's um, like industrialization. It's, it, it's means of production. It's not there. It doesn't have a real, like, a industrial. It's It's not a real industrial powerhouse comparison to the united states or china so they don't have a huge gdp but one thing that they did focus on was uh, was tourism they're a mono economy where they have to put all their all their all their chips on one hand and just kind of hope for the best and they're at the mercy of the market and so covid hit those caribbean islands especially cuba really hard they say it's just as bad over there now is in the 90s when the uh, when the Soviet Union went bankrupt, and then okay, funding yeah. funding for 
infrastructure like roads and bridges and things like that all the all the funding dried up so there's just a bunch of unfinished projects around the island makes sense yeah so but when but like during the soviet union time in the 90s or so they there was there was nothing on the shelves there was no goods on the shelves but it seems to be the opposite impression that I'm getting. There's lots of things on the shelves. There's lots of there's lots of imports into the island, but nobody can afford it. Interesting. Yeah. So that's why that's why all the protesting is happening. But I, I, and but believe it or not, okay. So like number one is tourism, right? Well, what else do you think he was really good at other than sports? Because Cuba breeds some pretty unreal athletes, man. Seagars. <laughs> Even though I like the Nicaraguan ones better than the Cuban. But <laughs> outsourcing medical treatment. Yeah, they do have really good hospitals. Yeah. Crazy. <laughs> all you got to say is gracias and you're good to go. If you're a local, that's that's all you gotta pay. Just a just a quick old gracias, and then you're out the door. Yeah, yeah, they've always kind of been known for that. I'd go again. I'd go again. Yeah. I don't care that like I know they're ripping me off, and sometimes I I, I just don't care because <laughs> like it's a third world country. Like yeah, I don't care. I don't mind if you rip me off a little bit. It can't be that much, anyways, right? It'll have two prices. It'll have like uh, if you go to a restaurant, it'll have two prices. Um, it'll have like a local price and then a, a tourist price. Okay, so, yeah. So things like that that, that would rub some some tourists the wrong way. But then uh, like even just getting a cold beer versus a warm beer is like two dollars more. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. This is funny, like. I don't know. I, I miss it, man. People are people are good. It's the it's the even just it's one of the safest countries too, man. Yeah, it is. There's a lot of police in Cuba, and they know that like if you fuck with the tourists, you're fucking with the whole economy, right? So they don't tolerate yeah. that kind of stuff. Like yeah, like the principal value. I keep coming back to here, mono economy. So once the Castros realized, hey. Let's move away from cigar shipments, rum, and, and and sugar, right? Let's move away from those and instead look at tourism, right? So then they put some really, really harsh laws against screwing with tourists. Like, if you rob a tourist, that's like 20 years in prison or something like that. It's crazy. Yeah, I was like nobody would be that crazy to to rob a tourist over there. Like me and like me and my stepdad, we went, we were literally like just drinking on the street and like just walking around. And I had a camera around my neck too. Like I was so unbelievably tourist. <laughs> like, all, I needed, all I needed was just a, like a way too much sunscreen on my nose, like Joe Surfer. I was just gonna say sunscreen on the nose and like a yeah. bucket hat. Oh yeah. Yeah, I had, I had an Alabama hat on, which probably wasn't smart. But... Roll Tide. Rolling Tide, baby. We're going to win again this year. But the point, <laughs> the point is that like we went to these, and like this this wasn't in Havana. This wasn't in like a, a town where people would expect to see tourists. This was in Haruko. 
Haruko. She's on like the east side of the island. Like, like tourists don't go there. There's no tourists. There's just locals, and they look at you like funny. They're like, "Oh God, that's he's white. He's a tourist." And then you, all you do is wave, and then they're like, "Oh hi." It's not that they don't like you. It's just that they don't know what to do because they're not used to seeing tourists. Yeah, it's just unusual. Yeah, they're like, "What's he doing here?" There's nothing exciting going on here. My God, the roads there are worse than Nova Scotia, though. Nova Scotia roads look beautiful and flat and pristine. Pristine. You know, actually, our roads having it a little bit better. I've noticed here. Yeah, they're really... They really like trying to invest in infrastructure right now. I think it's federal money that's coming in, but you know, it's nice. Any money is good money in that province. <laughs> Especially. <laughs> It's because of the conservatives, buddy. That's why. <laughs> no, this is this has been going on for like over a year now. Like since I got in here, there's been infrastructure projects and whatnot. So I don't know. I don't see what the roads. Uh, I know there's a lot of like building and constructions going on. That's awesome. Yeah. And then and around Dartmouth, or no, just like. I've mostly seen it happen. I live in Halifax, but uh, you know, out in like the valley or something, like the roads aren't as bad as they used to be. Ooh. I mean, like, you know, if you really do go out of your way, yeah, you're going to find some shitty roads. <laughs> roads that are traveled, you know, pretty commonly, and there's going to be a lot of traffic on them, or like people aren't going to travel down these roads. Yeah, they'll be nice. Went out to Fuckville or whatever. (laughs) God, man, I miss I miss that province. I miss it way more than Cuba. I want (laughs) to go. I'll go. I'll I'll go back as soon as this fourth wave shit is over, man. Yeah. Oh, we just started our uh, passport thing today. Good. Good. I don't know why there's so much pushback. It's like, don't be a pussy. Just carry your. (laughs) Don't be a fussy. Just Just carry around a passport. Like you already have. You already have enough receipts from the gas station in two years ago in your wallet there, Steve. (laughs) You don't need you don't need any more. Like one more piece of paper isn't gonna like burst the seams off your wallet. Like boom. (laughs) You need a license to drive, right? I mean one more thing. A lot of people have already had vaccines. Like, you know, you used to have to have your vaccines to go to school. Yeah. Look at what the big deal is. You know? know. What's, the, what's the big deal? What's the, <laughs> <laughs> what's, the hot, what's the hot spaghetti I'm all about here? We gotta get, like, Jerry Seinfeld and, like, the House of Commons <laughs> to do a speech. Jerry Seinfeld? <laughs> Kesha tries to hug him on stage. <laughs> I feel bad for her. Yeah, that was that was pretty brutal. Like, he honestly didn't know who she was. He's like, oh damn it, another groupie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did not. He did not want to. He did not want a slice of that. <laughs> Had no time for that. It's like a sixty-year-old man now. I don't. I don't blame him. 
he's he's lived and, and seen many things. Should we uh should we move on to our our topics of the day? Yeah, let's fire away. Let's go to the All topic right. of the day. Which one are we Ooh. starting with? You lead, uh, you lead the way. Let's start with <laughs> heavy breathing. Oh, we're gonna talk about um like how there's a shortage of uh not jobs, but a shortage of like workers, I guess. I don't think I could have worded that any better, Mikey. I think I could have, but thank you. <laughs> <laughs> but like, no, you walk into a restaurant. And it's like there's only one server. And, and like that's it. And it's just like, well, why? What's going on here? And they're like, we can't get staff. Yeah. Um, I've yeah, never seen a, like this. I've never seen so many openings in the market. Uh, there's a commercial area in Halifax here called Bears Lake. So it's kind of like a uh, picture of the Sunset Strip and Owen Sound. You know, you eat lots of little like stores big box stores fast food joints so bears lake and we've seen at the wendy's and the a&w and bears lake that they're doing drop-in interviews so you just literally have to show up to get an interview wow yeah which i've never seen anything like that before uh, there's also a restaurant in Inverness that was looking for staff for the summer. And they basically did a CBC interview just to get like people interested, get the word out, because they're struggling trying to find staff. What's Which, which restaurant's that? Uh, I can't remember. I can't remember. I mean, can't be too many restaurants in Inverness. <laughs> I know. I, I could. I can remember the name of the old one before it was sold. Uh, I feel like one. this one has something to do with the golf course, or maybe it looks out at the golf course. I don't know. Or it looks at the golf course. Could be. It's Route Route Six or something. Route Sixteen Brewery or something like that. Is it? actually that does sound kind of familiar. I think that Route might Sixteen. Be it. Yeah, or something like that. West Side Cookhouse. I think I kind of, I think I can kind of theorize why it's so hard for, well, in this case, restaurants to find work right now, is because it's so uncertain with you know how COVID went. People are afraid that they're going to go into another lockdown. And then, so yeah, really, food, food's going to be the first to go. <laughs> yeah, because they they always have been every time there's a lockdown. So if you really yeah. want to work somewhere start somewhere new just to be like laid off you know two weeks later and then or at best case scenario you just get to just get to talk to skip the dishes drivers all the time and make no tips well he won't even be working probably i don't think yeah. we went to i remember when candace came to london and we went to the works mm-hmm. and then yeah, we tipped the like we walked in and like we, we, we ordered there for pickup and then when we got there we tipped the server. When we got there and the server's like, I don't get tipped like ever anymore. This means a lot. <laughs> wow. Yeah. It's just like, like what a, like and then like the the time we were I we were just staying, you know, me, I like to wander and 
look around and whatnot. Like the floors were like crystal, crystal clean. You couldn't clean those floors anymore. <laughs> and it was just skip the dishes drivers coming into the store or the restaurant rather. That was it. Yeah. So mm. it's just, I think that's a really good point. And, and maybe in a, and another thing on top of that too, like who are, who makes up a huge demographic of servers, uh, students, right? And now the, now the school year is back up and going again. Yeah. Yeah. So. It is mostly students who wait tables. Yeah. Speaking of, speaking of students, students are getting a little crazy these days, aren't they? I, I think they've always been crazy. <laughs> Especially crazy. I don't think this is anything new. Like, there's a big party here in Halifax like a week ago. Mm-hmm. Everybody was freaking out because, like, there's, I don't know, like hundreds of people in this one street. Yep. And I don't know if you're vaccinated. Is there really anything you can do about it? Technically, the outdoor gathering limit is limited to 50 out here. But when you have hundreds of people in the street, how are you going to enforce that? What would you say through the megaphone? If you're looking at that crowd, what would you say? 50% of you fuck off. (laughs) I'd probably like start some kind of chant. Some kind of like soccer chant or something. We don't give a witty and we don't give a wank. (laughs) Oi, oi, oi. (laughs) (laughs) This is Dalhousie FC. (laughs) That'd be great. That would be absolutely having good football, yes. (laughs) Oh, it'd be a good footy. Yeah, it's very. It's, it, we're having such a grand time. Peas and mash. <laughs> Peas and mash. <laughs> I remember, remember that TikTok you sent me about that old lady looking into her phone, like the selfie. Which <laughs> UK snack are you? <laughs> I hope it's fish and chips. It was Sunday roast. That's even better than fish and chips. <laughs> oh yes, <laughs> I couldn't even handle it like that. I like the new. The, it was rough that new job because I got like no training. I was I didn't, I had no idea what the fuck I was doing half the time, and I just I just look at that. <laughs> at that, it just made my day. It just made me laugh. GK <laughs> snuck at you. <laughs> Like a Rolodex of food choices, just spinning like crazy above her head. A Rolodex of just like bad food. <laughs> a Sunday roast, bubble and squeak, <laughs> frog in the hole, cockles. <laughs> Surprisingly, that one's not sexual. <laughs> it's quite a very sounding so. Oh my. Um. All right, back to uh, <laughs> worker shortage. Yeah. Um, I think maybe another reason why you're not seeing so many people at the restaurants is the restaurant industry can be kind of toxic. Like, it's <laughs> really unregulated, and yeah, there's a lot of shitty, shady people who work in it. 
yes. Um, it's uh, definitely an uh, HR free zone when you're in the kitchen. Basically, yeah, man. Even like HR, even if you're HR and your organization has a kitchen, it's very much an HR free zone, man. Yeah, I, I can't think of. I don't think any restaurant has like an HR presence. I've never heard of that. Like, I once worked for a big. Uh, I I once worked for a big company, right? That had a kitchen. Mm-hmm. And yeah, man, like the the uh, the executive chef, he was a quite the alcoholic. He, oh yeah, uh, yeah, and then that's not uncommon. We had to terminate someone with cause due to. Um, Due to showing up intoxicated, right? And they, he, I'm going to use the word wielded, wielded <laughs> a knife while he's hammered working. Like, that's not what you want. That's how you lose a finger right there. Uh, it's just, it just seems to, and it's, it was just a meltdown, too. Just like the whole social dynamic, too. The, the, um, and then the management under the executive chef. So, like the front of house, right? Like the point of contact with all the customers coming in. They were just bar stars, so they were just they they enjoyed the social aspect of, it, and they gossiped. And when you get gossip, that's when oh it gets into like oh he told me this, oh she she told me this, and then staff were dating each other, and it was just it just never seemed to be just stable, you know. It was always just a bunch of drama. It was like fucking Big Brother or something <laughs> like that. You watch like a shitty reality show on on TLC, like that's what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and and the turnover was high. Like people just never lasted long. I'm, I'm, I'm talking all levels too. Like this executive chef had worked at a few of Gordon Ramsay's restaurants. He came from Dubai before that too. So this oh, was yeah. he's a pretty accredited chef. Yeah. Hmm. So it was, and I and that was my first job. Remember? Or I guess you wouldn't remember. But it was. Oh. I was 14 oh. and I was working, and that was my first real job. Uh, was uh, dishwashing construction before that but then yeah like it, it, it's it's toxic that's yeah it, it's not like it's gone any better since then either like it's still like that you know so yeah so being a server that, that's a lot of skills i think that we're that we're highlighting here like you got to liaison with customers you got to have good sharp social skills that way you got to you got to have good relations with uh, with the back of house crew, right? Like the cooks, the dishwasher, and everybody like that. And like, well, they can be a troublesome bunch. Yeah, they work really hard, and they don't always get paid enough to really reflect that. I feel. Oh yeah. Like they really depend on their tips to like, you know, get by. Yeah. So yeah, you're. I don't, I don't know if I could handle that. Like, you know, basically basing my lifestyle on how much money I can make in a night. Cause that's going to vary from night to night. Right. It's very variable. That's right. That's, be that's tough the key to budget word. that. Yeah, especially yeah. nowadays with like, you don't know what the hell is going to happen. You know, the restaurant's going to close or, or what, or if you're going to get enough customers in for the night. Yeah. Cause if you're, if you're picking up, food you're not likely to tip the person no, no you're not likely exactly. to tip the server that just hands you your bagged up food and styrofoam exactly. 
you're not you're the average person isn't going to do that the average person wasn't like me in the works that day yeah so there's that it, it's tough dealing with a lot of customers like just some of the stories i've heard from people who work in restaurants like you know it can be it can be pretty abusive sometimes even oh yeah people are crazy man and like if you're a attractive looking girl you can get kind of you know harassed by people yeah so some uniforms yeah. it'll look a little a little busty yeah yeah it's kind of greasy when i see stuff really like greasy, that man. yeah like they got like the short skirts on. Hell, like it's it's uniform. It's not their choice. If it's the server's choice, that's one thing. They're choosing to look that way. But yeah. But then when you see that, and it's obviously uncomfortable, and it's like, damn, I hope this is just a stepping stone for you. And then you just see like the restaurants just full like middle aged guys. Oh. Probably knock shit over on purpose, and then just <laughs> try to get over those grimy fucks. But yeah. Yeah. So I can kind of see why restaurants are kind of struggling to find people to work because I think people are recognizing that there's a problem with the restaurant industry and it needs to be revamped if you want to kind of attract people into it. Yeah, just to work in it. Yeah, because like we're always going to want it. People are always going to say, oh, screw it. I don't want to. I don't want to cook dinner. I don't want pizza or something like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and they're just going to go and like, like we've learned that. This is going to change. It has to if it wants to survive, I think. Because people aren't going to put up with it anymore. Yeah, you sacrifice a lot when you work at a restaurant because, I mean, you give up your weekends, right? You give up your your nights. Yeah, you give your nights, weekends, and uh, yeah, your sanity to some degree as well. Yeah, and like if you have a family, like you're hardly ever going to see them. You're You're on call. A lot of the yeah. time so there's no actual like guarantees so like this it's hard to plan it's not like me i get in the office every day at 7 30 and i leave at four that's how it works yeah like you don't know if somebody's gonna not show up for their shift and then you need to like show up at work all of a sudden yeah because it's not like it's it's entry level and it's like you get people from all walks of life that do that, that work in the restaurant industry right so i mean yeah yeah, they may not be some of the most dependable. <laughs> I, remember I, was a, I remember I was a dishwasher, like my colleague, who always did the nights. I did the mornings, and he did the nights. He was he was also a huge alcoholic, so he just wouldn't show up sometimes. He'd just be out drinking. Yeah, I know drugs and alcohol is a, a big part of it. Not to say people don't work hard, but they can kind of have their personal issues that maybe get in the way of things. Yeah, or that bleed into their jaw. Like they can't go a full shift without having to take a bong rip or something like that. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. How many people like that did we know in high school? Right. Like, I mean, yeah. There's people that like would show up to work high. The subway special, baby. <laughs> <laughs> like an initiation to work at Subway <laughs> or Taco Bell. <laughs> Taco Bell. Yeah, that's even better. Uh, what's the uh? If you, if you're gonna get fast food in Nova Scotia, what are you gonna get? Ooh, I'll get Wendy's. Wendy's. Yeah, like if we're just talking like fast food, 
Yeah, I think oh, Wendy's that's... has the best burgers. <sighs> Wendy's burgers, they're, they're pretty... They've knocked me on my ass a few times, man. <laughs> oh my serious, god! Some serious square beef happening there. <laughs> you can you can taste the difference, like the fresh beef. It's nice. It's, it's the, nice, I think it's the only, is it the only fast food place where the beef is like freshly prepared on site, and it's not just frozen and then transported. Um, as far as I'm aware, yes. Yeah. A&W's frozen, McDonald's frozen, Burger King frozen, Dairy Queen. I was going to ask you, you know that commercial with that bald guy from A&W? Yep. What's his name? I, I have no idea. I, I just feel call like him A&W sure. guy. Too. The bald A&W man. I don't know his <laughs> name. Who just, like, who just hangs out and talks to all these really cool looking people in downtown whatever. <laughs> <laughs> and nobody knows his name. <laughs> Richmond, BC. It's probably yeah. It'd just be like here, here's some uh, here's here's a here's a dandelion based burger or something. Here's a grass fed beef burger. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it's like, what's your name? I feel like it'd be something really simple. It'd be like, it'd I feel like, like if you if you asked him that, he'd like throw a smoke bomb or something, disappear forever. <laughs> <laughs> he just throws a smoke bomb and then a bunch of like A and W napkins just like fly everywhere and blind your sight. <laughs> At least they're organic and they will fail to de- decompose. They're plant based. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I'll, I'll give A and W kudos for hopping on that pretty early, and now they're they're doing pretty well. You know, like the. God, the Gen Z millennial crowd. Oh man, I love it when like the straw is literally disintegrating as you're drinking it. There's very very few places now that do a plastic straw. Yeah, like even Subway nope. has a uh, the paper straw now. Oh, they have it too. Oh yeah. Okay, so oh, they yeah. do it. I think McDonald's still has the plastic because I went there. I think I went there like a week ago. I'm pretty sure they still have plastic. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I feel like McDonald's is like really like holding on to kind of the old ways, because they don't have like a plant based veggie burger or whatever. Yeah, we don't and care. They don't care. They're, they're like burda beef. Burda. 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 <laughs> we only use burda beef. Burda beef. <laughs> Which is fine. Um, I don't know. Great. I heard it's because they support burger beef so much that they're not really allowed to have a plant-based burger. <laughs> it's like a conflict of interest. It's bad. It's like <laughs> <laughs> so you're not you're not allowed to have anything healthy on your menu. Like if they put a plant-based burger on their menu, Alberta will build a pipeline of shit right to McDonald's corporate <laughs> office and just like Look, open up a, a valve. Pipeline. They'll construct a dead end pipeline. Be like, here's your oil. Here's some oil. Just kidding. It's cow manure. <laughs> and prairie dust. <laughs> That's it. This tumbleweed. <laughs> oh man. But yeah, Wendy's is the best. Bar none. If it comes to fast food burgers, now. Have you ever been to Five Guys? No, never. Okay. 
I I mean, Five Guys is burgers and fries, but I kind of have to classify them separately. <laughs> They're kind of in another league. Like a good league or a bad league? Oh, a good league. Like, I would highly recommend Five Guys. Now, they also use fresh beef. And you probably have a Five Guys in London, I'm sure. Oh, we better after this. <laughs> So Five Guys is like, I would describe it as America in a restaurant. What? Do you feel sick after you eat there? No, you just walk in and you just think of like Chevrolet's and apple pie. (laughs) You think of baseball and hostile takeovers. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Yikes. You think of like a clean suburb. And like regime changes, <laughs> it's it's incredible. Wow, that sounds great. So they only do double burgers. What? They only do double burgers. You don't have an option, Jacob. You can't. If do you not do you not have like a half day or something? Fuck like no. Tuesday, Fuck no. <laughs> Tuesdays is half day. <laughs> you're going to Five Guys. You're getting a double. Oh my god. You think that's the option. It's like I ordered a small at Tim Hortons today and they gave me like something this massive looking thing. And I said like, I was like, that's a small. <laughs> He's like, that's a small. <laughs> <Walk away. laughs> like, cool, I guess I'll fuck myself. Wonderful. <laughs> so, so did you find a five guys? In what? In London? I'm gonna look. That's okay. for damn for damn certain. When you go, you gotta go all the way. Yeah, you can't hold back, Jacob. Oh man, I'll you're gonna go there and get a double bacon cheeseburger. Oh hell yeah, I will. <laughs> I gotta do something really awesome though before it's it's really good. They, it's like melted American cheese is everywhere. Like is there the any juicy Lucy? There's no juicy Lucy's, but. Oh. You, you do get to pick your own toppings, though. And you can do, like, fried onions and mushrooms, which is cool. Fried onions. <laughs> it's a little expensive. Like, it's like 15 bucks for a burger. Yeah, that's not even... That's Sure, but it's not unreasonable in, today, in today's market. It's not unreasonable. Uh, they don't do combos, so if you want fries, you gotta like order order separately. Wait, just for the burger? Yeah, just for the burger, man. Hell yeah! I don't even want the fries half the time anyway. You, you kind of gotta get the fries though, cause oh yeah, you said they're really good. They're really good, and their medium literally fills up an entire bag. Has this episode been sponsored by Five Guys? <laughs> it's just. Are you sure? <laughs> it's such an experience when you go there. Good lord! You gotta like remind me. I'll I'll, I'll I'll use it as like a celebration. And like it's it's gonna be so overwhelming. Like I only go to Five Guys like once a year because like if you eat any more than that, you will die of diabetes. <laughs> you will literally not live. <laughs> You'll have like a triple bypass <laughs> procedure afterwards. I work at a hospital, so I mean. That's, uh, <laughs> I'll just go to the cardiologist and be like, 
and then she'll like she'll just do like her x-ray or i don't know what those people do they'll just do their whatever they do and they'll be like holy crap it's like a it's it's like someone's been pouring grease down their drain for the last like 24 hours a day for the last 50 years is that bad <laughs> there'll be like bacon blit uh, bacon bits floating in your blood <laughs> what if your veins are bacon strips it's gonna clog the IV. <laughs> it clogs the IV. It's <laughs> a big bulge in like the line. <laughs> it's a McDouble. <laughs> it's like, the porter is just like, how the hell did that get in there? <laughs> so does like London have its own like kind of food that it's known for? Because Halifax oh, has the donair, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. There is a lot of... Um, uh, I, well, the, the East Indian population is pretty, pretty darn big out here, which so, like, naturally you're going to see, like, a lot of curry places, right? Mm-hmm. Too. So, um, but... There, there, there's some. Uh, there are some little hole in the wall places that you can find. Too, you gotta really keep your eye open. But I found a Cuban place, and like the guy was literally from Cuba. Holy shit! Really? Yeah. Did I not tell you about this? No. Oh man, I you know he like I could I I couldn't understand a freaking word he said, so I just pointed at something, and the, the menu is in Spanish. So like, <laughs> I just pointed at something. And then he asked me a question, and then I asked him to repeat himself. He did so, and I still didn't. I understood less than I did before, so I just started saying <laughs> I just started just saying yes over and over again. He's like, you want this? And I was like, yes. <laughs> you want that? Yes. And then I just went home and just ate it. I was like, oh, my God. It was like um, Av Sandler and Blood Diamond when he, when he has a diamond. Is <laughs> he so Adam Sandler in Blood Diamond? Or whatever movie that was when he has a giant ass diamond in his hands. He's like, I'm gonna come. <laughs> oh, um. <laughs> <laughs> Uncut Gems. Uncut Gems. I was close. <laughs> Jesus. I want to see Adam Sandler in Blood Diamond now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know what that movie is. So. Find like some Rwandan rebels in like the jungle. That'd be good. Wow. Anyway, like adult Tarzan. <laughs> so it was really good. Yeah. What was it? Was it like pork or? Yeah, we had some pork in there. It was a good time. We had some rice too. Plantain. We had some cute. We had some. We had oh, ugh. it looks like someone stepped on it. But yeah, it was. It was. Uh, well, once you had a beer or two, I mean, they they were good. But yeah, or three. Sense. Or three or four, but um, yeah, not a huge plantain guy, but yeah, shredded beef and shredded beef. Oh. That shit's good. good. That shit's good, baby. But uh, oh man, I don't think I've ever had like Cuban Cuban food. Like I've had like a Cuban sandwich, but that's not really authentic. You know, it's kind of like yeah, Americanized Cuban. Cuban. Cuban pork sandwich, yeah, it's just pork, cheese, a pickle, and bread. Like that's all there is to it, really. Pretty much, yeah. But it's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's an old reliable and a pickle. 
<laughs> like, 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 yeah, if you get yeah, it's you, a classic. You can get the shits really easily if you yeah, Cuban food. That's for sure. A lot of chicken, a lot of chicken, yeah. pardo, a lot of chicken. It's good. Um, a lot of yeah, like Cuban rice is really nice. A lot of beans. <laughs> <In the room. laughs> uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, you know, you know, you know, you know what else is uh, going on these days? What? It's football season, baby. So it is. It is, gotcha. man. Gotcha. football. <laughs> so. I haven't been watching any of it yet. I don't know why. I just, just kind of don't really have time for it right now. But I, I scream. I'm a I, Steelers I fan. Oh, you're NFL. You're an NFL boy. Okay. I, I still haven't really made the move over to college. I know it's really good. I just uh, yeah, I kind of forget about play. it. But nobody's injured and they go for big plays. Or, or nobody's injured yet. but <laughs> And they go for big plays, man. It's awesome. I just don't know how you keep track of it. Like, there's so many fucking teams. Yeah. That, so many. But, like, the big ones always get showcased, you know. There's some really exciting ones. Like, you know, the Notre Dame. Yeah, Oklahoma. I was say Notre Dame and LSU. Golden Gold. LSU, yeah. Yeah, Clemson. Michigan. Mm-hmm. Well. The Razorbacks. Who's the Razorbacks? Oh, I forget. I forget. Arkansas, I think. Uh, Ole Kansas. Miss. Ole Miss, yeah. Kent State, <laughs> University of Tennessee. Oklahoma. Yeah. Longhorns. Yeah, the Longhorns. Oh, oh I guess for that is. <laughs> <laughs> um, fuck, who else? Oh, the Buckeyes. Auburn. Auburn University in Alabama. Yeah. There's a lot. I, like I said, I don't know how... You can keep track of it all. I guess you just kind of pick a team and hope these yeah, that's good. it. That's it. Yeah, I just yeah, it, it's fun to watch too. I mean, but and it's either really fun to watch. It's fun. It's fun to watch when the game is close. Like that's often what I cheer for when I watch it. Is a good game. Yeah, because then if like if Alabama, for example, goes up against like Penn State, and then. It's not uncommon for a game like that just to be like Alabama's up eighty points by the end of it. So it just wow. becomes a number. It just becomes a numbers game of like how how many points are they forecasted to win by? Like if they only won by twenty points, and say, mm-hmm. when they're forecasted to win by sixty points with an eighty score, then yeah, then then their rating would be at risk of decreasing in some cases. Because they're not doing as well. Because they're expected to do better as a number one team. Yeah. So. And they don't get paid either. But. Imagine they're literally God with the school. And the cheerleaders too, man. The che- I bet the cheerleaders have the all chicks. kinds of They have a hard time finding dates, man. My goodness. <laughs> I'm, sure they have, I'm sure they get no matches on Tinder whatsoever. They have a hard time finding the right Ukrainian billionaire to go on his yacht. <laughs> There's just too many to choose from. Previous. <laughs> 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 
His yacht's just like an old Soviet submarine. Sweet. Well, I almost spilled my drink. Uh, that was <laughs> awfully close. I think I'm cut off for the night after that. Uh-oh. <laughs> what have you done? Switch to scotch or? I, I don't like scotch. Uh, I I I've tried it. It's too smoky for me. So it's expensive too, man. It's overrated. I think so. Maybe I just haven't found a good scotch, but then again, I probably can't afford a good scotch. So <laughs> bourbon, that's what that's what like we drink because of I, yeah, yeah, I really like uh you ever try Maker's Mark? No, I want to. Uh, I've seen it. I've seen it. I want it. It's really good. It's a little bit more expensive than I want to like Jim Beam or something, but it, I really like it. <laughs> Jimmy Bean. Jim Beam's kind of like the bottom of the barrel. If you had a, if you had a slogan, if Jim Beam had a slogan, what would it be? <laughs> you could taste the corn. <laughs> Being drunk, you are now. <laughs> <laughs> Jim Beam, did you beat your wife today? Oh, fuck. And that's a good place to stop. <laughs> I think the five. I think Five Guys just dropped us as a sponsor right there. <laughs> I think Jim like, Beam dropped us. I think they Jim they, they Jim dropped us like Jim Beam. Holy fuck! <laughs> uh, I can't wait to like come back to these archived. I haven't listened to a single podcast since you've edited it, but I can't wait to like come back to this archive of knowledge. <laughs> it does take a little while. To... It's this app is good for recording, but it's not very good for editing. I find like it's very finicky. Like if I want to cut the audio at one point, it's like you know I can't get it exactly where I want it because I gotta slide it using my fingers. Oh, because you're using a smart device i'm there you can get this app on the computer so i'll, I'll maybe i'll try on the computer and maybe there'll be a few more options you know make it a little easier to edit yeah for 5.99 oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> i just laugh like a japanese businessman <laughs> I, that's all i was going for <laughs> oh. Wow. Too much sake. <laughs> Too much Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Good God, man. Everything's just Dark Souls now. Everything, yeah, everything kind of like, it doesn't look like it, but it plays like it. That's for darn certain. Yeah. Yeah. It's tough. Even uh, Assassin's Creed kind of got all Dark Soulsy now. Oh, I must say, say it's a lot more fun. That's for sure. Oh, that's good. It was getting pretty stale there for a while. It's kind of yeah. Climb a tree and stab someone. <laughs> that's what it was saying. Right, or ride your boat and then dock it and then stab someone. <laughs> I feel like Ubisoft is like the Hyundai of game developers. <laughs> You know, like they make it. Oh, it looks cool at first. You know, they come out with a new game. You're like, wow, that looks really cool. And you kind of get in it, and you start playing. You're like, eh. Oh, there's a lot of clock. Could have been. <laughs> could have been better. Oh man, and this looks like the old game. This feels like the old game. 
<laughs> it is the old game. <laughs> it's like they made Far Cry 3 and they just kept making Far Cry 3 for like six, seven, how many years it's been now. Didn't isn't isn't one coming out or hasn't one just come out? Far I Cry. I think one just came out. It's based off Cuba too, I think. Something yeah, it's like some kind of central South American theme. Yeah. Gus Frame is in it. Ah, the meth man. <laughs> Mr. Meth. Let's <laughs> pull those hermanos. Ah, wee wee. <laughs> I I think that might have came out. I'm not too sure. I'm not sure. I'm not uh I'm I'm not big into the Xbox. I've just been playing the Switch, man. I just want to go back in time to uh, my child. Yeah, it's not a selling console right now is the Switch on the market. It's not hard to see why, because it's still got plenty of good games coming out. Oh hell yeah. It's got way more games than the other two consoles that are out there right now. Yeah, we got we got lots of good shit. Like Mario Kart, like I I, I oh I burn rubber, baby. <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> They could make True. Mario Kart forever and people would still buy it. Oh man, it's just I don't know. I, I think my first Mario Kart was on the Super Nintendo. My first was on Game Boy Advance. Oh yeah, I remember you had that one. That, that was, was fun. That was a fun one. Yeah. I remember when Double Dash came out and like everybody just oh, like fucking God. lost their minds. Yeah, Double Dash was pretty Double Dash was insane. Like, like, a lot of those Mario Kart games that have come out ever since will reuse the same Double Dash maps. Like, like sh- I, I, I got the one on the Switch, and they use the the Sherbert Land, where they're in. <laughs> the, yeah, and then they or DK Mountain. Like, yeah, they'll always use DK Mountain. That track. Hell yeah. The pretty yeah. The GameCube was a knockout back then. It, it didn't sell super well from what it I didn't. remember, but like people who bought it really liked it. It was mostly Smash Brothers. That's why that was like the big thing was yeah. Smash Brothers. I uh, liked all the Star Wars games that came out on it. They were stupid. They were they were too hard, man. They, they were too <laughs> hard for us kids. Like we couldn't this is why, like this is why games took us like years to beat. They weren't even that long. If you were like good at the game, you could probably beat it in like four hours. But it was just they were just insanely hard. Yeah, they were just difficult. Like you used to have to not to sound all like boomery. Yeah. Like you used to have to like read magazines and like articles online to like figure out how yeah. to like, get past something. Or get um, your cousin who's like two years older than you to beat it for you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Before moving on. And like there wasn't oh god, I'm sounding old. <laughs> we're quarter we're, you're 25 too so we're quarter centarians that's right we're quarter way through this thing <laughs> you live to 100 eh i don't know maybe maybe i i don't know my great-grandparents all lived pretty long time so good genes I, I like my levi's yeah <laughs> <laughs> Old Navy. Oh, well, let's see. What's the hour that you wanted to keep it to? Yeah, we're going. We'll see. I'm still trying to figure out how long I want to do these for. Is an hour good? Yeah. 
I feel our, like our is good starting out anyways. Yeah, and then we can just branch off in our own conversation and then you edit it out. <laughs> and then once we, you know, reach Joe Rogan levels and uh by this time next week for sure. <laughs> we'll start doing the six hour podcast. That's right. It'll be without like... without Jones. God, what's happening with him now? Does he even exist? He's out there. He's just basically you know how Trump kinda got silenced? Oh basically yeah, he got sync- so it is answered him completely. He's not allowed on YouTube. I don't think he's allowed on Facebook. Uh, I don't even know if he's allowed on Twitter. Um, hey, we didn't talk about the outage. Yeah. Well, book say what did Facebook say with I'm the outage? Sure. Hello, loyal people. I am very sorry. <laughs> continue to spread your anti-vax propaganda on my platform. I'm very sorry I can't feed you increasingly biased information <laughs> based on what you search for. <laughs> Please stay tuned for like literally less than four hours until we have this back up and running again. Okay. So this this blackout, this Facebook going down happened pretty much right after there's a whistleblower that came out and talked about how Facebook does pretty much the bare minimum or nothing really to really control and moderate what goes on in the website instead they just focus on growth and this whistleblower also talked about how facebook is basically just after people's private data so they can profit off of it which i mean everybody knows already but yeah it's kind of a little more substantial now though now that's coming from like a former facebook employee you know? Was a oh, what kind of employee? Did it, do you know? They were a. Are they like an was, executive? They were pretty high up there. They were like, I think their title was product designer or something. Yeah, you I think that'd be? You think that would be like for Facebook? It'd probably be over a hundred a year for sure. Oh pretty yeah, up there wouldn't be entry level like one of those. Like one of those like moderators. It sounds like the worst job in the world. Be a Facebook moderator. No, you know, this person I'm sure made pretty good money. A lot of people in tech make hand over fist. Man, they make a lot. I went in the wrong industry. <laughs> I went in the wrong industry. There's a lot of weirdos in tech though. Like well, yeah, those people aren't normal, man. They're they're definitely lacking some human emotions, I think, a lot of them. Uh, I just like <laughs> think about like, ooh. How can we like sell this toddler's personal information? You know, like yeah, they they have like no morals. I feel a lot of tech people. Yeah, they make a lot of money. That's for sure. A lot of money, and they work a they work some pretty insane hours, though, man. <laughs> oh, like you know about that big facility? I think it's Google headquarters. It's somewhere in California. But it's pretty much its own city. Like, yeah, everything you could ever want is there. Same with Apple, man. They have their own. Yeah, like, same thing with they Apple. They call it Campus, Campus, Apple Campus. But like, no way, man. The, yeah, it's basically its own city. Yeah, every everything is there because you never leave. <laughs> and they're they're under a parent company. Google's under a parent company too. Alphabet. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, I think that's what they started as. I guess, yeah. And then they came out with Google and, you know, 
bought YouTube and then blah 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 blah, blah. and then Trotsky and then <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah. those those giants they just have like like how much would they have like billions billions they're worth billions yeah they have a lot of they have a, like a pretty big social responsibility just from how integral it is like Google's literally a verb in our vocabulary yeah google it exactly like it's such a big part of our lives and smash that like button smash that motherfucking like button smash that like button <laughs> that'll be our uh that'll be our intro or something like welcome to cushion applesauce smash that like button <laughs> hit that bong and smash that like button <laughs> or be like an annoying youtuber intro that's like What's one up, and a half fam yeah what's up you what's up guys you guys are everything to me i love you so much <laughs> for ten thousand likes i will stick a firework up my uh up my pooper <laughs> <laughs> I, I won't don't do that this video won't get ten thousand likes but <laughs> and some people are like that obsessed with likes though you know and just gain attention uh you remember critical Critical, what's that? Remember the YouTuber Critical? No. I used to send you his videos back in the day. He used to do like Call of Duty commentaries. Yeah, look at a, a low voice. Oh, just, yeah. Yeah. Sell like Eeyore. <laughs> so like, he doesn't really do that anymore. He's more so like he does podcasting and stuff like that. But uh, recently, last week, he brought up this one YouTuber called Nikocado Avocado. And basically, Critical was talking about how this guy is slowly killing himself because this fucking guy will just eat. That's his whole shtick is just eat a fuck ton of food. And when Nico started his like recording, like recording himself. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. And Critical's like, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? He's killing himself for likes. Yeah. Uh, when this Nico kid started out, he's just like average weight like you or I. Now he's like pushing 400 pounds. Sweet. I know. It, it, he doesn't look good. Doesn't look good. Because he does How this, old like, is this guy? He's like really? our age. Really? So he's been doing this. He started YouTube, maybe. He started doing this like three or four years ago. That's it? Yeah. It's like, oh my god. That'd be like That'd be like almost 250 pounds in like that short amount of time. That's like 75 pounds a year he's gained. Easily. Whew. Easily. That's frightening, man. And that's all for it. Was he was he was he big? No. Was he like no. really popular? Was he making money? Like was he was he driving Lambos around like 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 Keemstar and Drama Alert? <laughs> 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 or something oh. like that. I'm sure he's getting money, but he probably spends all the money on food. <laughs> True, yeah. Because, <laughs> like, okay, I, like, because when I think of that, it's like I go to, uh, what's that? There's that skinny guy. I forget his name. He's like a professional eater. Oh. And he'll like be in all these eating contests, and like, he'll do like a twenty big Mac challenge or something like that. And then he'll just do like, and he's skinny as hell. But I mean, 
maybe maybe his insides are slowly working <laughs> but <laughs> maybe he has an overdose from salt he's not doing it like every day probably you know yeah he trains oh yeah he like trains a, for it yeah he's like a snake you know he just doesn't eat for like six months and he just fucking binges 400 big Macs. <laughs> And he literally just sleeps for like three weeks. <laughs> He's literally a Maine Coon cat. Just eats and then just fucks off and sleeps. <laughs> and I'm the on new the... owners think they're dead. <laughs> I'm on the bear diet. I'm on the bear diet. I'm on the hibernation station, baby. <laughs> so I bulk up in October and sleep for five months. <laughs> Always get laid off. <laughs> That's the construction. That's what construction people do in the winter. They just get they get laid off. They eat a lot, then they smoke and drink a lot, and then they hibernate. <laughs> that might not be a bad strategy for some. Yeah, yeah. Make money under the table. <laughs> Don't pay taxes. It's great. <laughs> uh, that's funny. And then get pogey. And then get pogey. Pogi is what it's all about. For those that don't know, Pogi is employment insurance. Hell so. yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Pogi's kind of a culture out here. Kind of. <laughs> it's, integ- <laughs> it's integral, man. The province, province wouldn't make it without Pogi. Man. It's the fat that binds us. It's the glue in our relationship. <laughs> it's the connective tissue in my steak. Ew. <laughs> it's the lean meat. I mean, I understand it, though, because it, it is seasonal work being a fisherman or a fucking logging sawmill person. <laughs> I, I, why do they still like rely on paper mills out here? Like I don't get it. Like do they know Are what they fun to drive by. <laughs> they fun to drive by. There, there's one like, like outside of Sackville, I think. <laughs> uh, you drive yeah. past on the way to. Uh, I know. I'm driven, I know which one. I know which one because I I would always like I had a lot of interviews in the city when I was uh, when I was young and trying yeah. to scratch and claw my way into the working world. I had a lot of interviews in Halifax and then I always passed that fucking sawmill. It would stink. My God. I it, can't was imagine. Stinky. it was stinky. It was a stinky old sawmill. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, you know what I mean, though? Like, it seems like such a yeah. fucking traditional kind of ancient place to work. Erected in like 18 whatever. <laughs> like, sure, the sawmill must have been a great place to work in the 1930s, but you know, it's 2021 now. Like, let's let's, let's look just at get it from China. Here. Let's get it from China. We don't really need it. <laughs> just get it from them. <laughs> we get everything else from them. So, I don't know. Actually, you know what? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I took that back. You know what? You know what? China can never have what Mennonite furniture. <laughs> that shit will stand the test of time. Literally, man. Like that shit will survive a nuclear explosion. <laughs> that is just built to last. That is craftsmanship. That is beauty. They put their heart and soul into it. 
They, yeah. Yeah, man. They put almost no electricity into it. <laughs> <laughs> it's some God. quality shit. It's a good time, man. It's good. Like some of those units, I guess like a dining room table itself or like some of them would go for at least a grand. Oh fuck, probably more than that. Furniture's yeah. expensive. Yeah. Especially like yeah. wood. Oh my god, the price of wood right now. Oh yeah, it's expensive. It's good. What's a better option to invest in than gold? <laughs> <laughs> our, our our forefathers would be like, what? <laughs> There's plenty of wood around here. (laughs) 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 It's the only damn thing in this place is wood. (laughs) New Brunswickers be like. Yeah, literally New Brunswickers. The Muskokas be like. Man, New Brunswick's New Brunswick's something. It was fun when I lasted, when I lived there. Moncton would be alright to live in, but like the rest of it... Ooh. Yeah, like what's yeah, like more north. Like like Shediac or or Shivukto or I mean Saint John wouldn't be too bad. Yeah, I guess Saint John's okay. You can make it you can make it happen if you were I don't know, if you had like a year or two long contract there or something, like you can make it happen, but Moncton would definitely be the the place that you'd be looking to go to Moncton. Yeah, if, uh, it's a pretty important city in the Maritimes because I mean it's central like the whole Maritimes. Right? Pretty much, yeah, man. Yeah, and it's a real like you're not far away from Charlottetown. You're not far away from Halifax. A thriving Frank francophone and anglophone community. <laughs> yep, it's it's literally the bilingual province. It well, is the only bilingual province in Canada, one hundred percent. Absolutely. Not even yeah. no like Nova Scotia is pretty close. Like there's a huge French speaking population. Yeah, but it's kind of concentrated in certain areas, like oh big time. And mostly like rural, little tiny French towns where you're like, What? <laughs> How does this place like exist? <laughs> Shetty camp. Shetty camp. But Shetty Camp gets a lot of tourism. I'm talking more like inland Cape Breton, where you're like, what? <laughs> kind of like, I know there's a bit of an Acadian community on like the southeastern side of Cape Breton. Yeah. And then like southwestern Nova Scotia, kind of like yeah. between, between like Dippy and Yarmouth. Yeah. Like Claire. Yeah. Like Claire's is a tiny the, little fishing village. Yeah. That's probably the heaviest uh, population of it. Canadians in Nova Scotia, I would think. And yeah. there's a few others scattered here and there, but they're kind yeah. of all over the place. I mean, probably had it had nothing to do with the deportation, but I mean <laughs> I've seen I I was driving in London the other day and I saw an Acadian flag. Oh no way. On a uh, on a on a pickup truck that was in front of me in traffic. So they are really scattered. There's a lot of them in Louisiana. Know that yeah. Cajuns, Boston, Cajuns. Yeah, the raging Cajuns. <laughs> they they came down there. They're, they're like, "What are you?" They're like, "We're Acadian." They're like, "You're a Cajun." 
<laughs> Global warming ain't real in either. <laughs> it's always fucking hot here. <laughs> so my parents, when they went down to Alabama, that's <laughs> what this lady said to them. This one lady was just like, oh, warm, it ain't real. It's always hot down here. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> when they went to, when they were in New Orleans, New Orleans, yeah, they had New Orleans. A, a prostitute came up to my stepdad. She asked, she, she, uh, you know, she gave the invitation for her services. And then he's like, oh, no, I, I, no, I can't accept that. I'm a married man. She's like, that's all right. I don't mind threesome. <laughs> <Woo>. <laughs> well, she thought that was funny. <laughs> I, I respect the hustle. She was trying to make a sale yeah. there. This was like a this was like a pre Mardi Gras, I guess, when they were around. They said actual Mardi Gras. It's like you don't want to be around. It's just... <laughs> It's wild. Yeah, like no Mardi Gras is wild, it's man. It's all out. Yeah. I guess, yeah. That's they'll, they'll warn locals about it. Or the locals will warn tourists about it. Like, do you know what you're getting into here? <laughs> it's, it's like you're... And I was like... I, he, was, he was telling me, too, like, the next morning, uh, like even just, like, the, you know, the toned-down Mardi Gras that he went to, walking around and... 9 30 10 a.m and the drunks were asleep on the sidewalk oh yeah yeah it's just not a it's not exactly the um it's not a family trip yeah it's not really a family trip and then they had so many beads it's so many fucking beads and they came back and he was so excited to grab them because <laughs> like they were throwing them in the crowd and like he was so excited to grab them and they has all these beads when they come back to canada and then they're like what are we going to do with all these beads <laughs> and necklaces? So we just handed them out to kids at Halloween. It kind of looks bad throwing Mardi Gras beads out to kids. We didn't throw them at them. We asked them, would you like, would you, like, I would ask. Oh yeah. Be like, would you, would you like, it usually be a girl or a little tiny girl, right? Like four or five years old or whatever. Be like, Hi, sweetie. Would you like some, uh, a, a, a necklace with beads on it, beads on it. <laughs> and then the, and then the parent would look at me and be like, Oh, that sounds good. And then she get really excited, you know? And then I'd put it around her neck and then the parent was just like, Oh, thank you. And then, but they have that look in their eyes, like, fuck you, man. I'm going to have to clean up all these fucking beads later. <laughs> They're like, Should've, say thank you. Say thank you. <laughs> Should have got some bead guard. Oh, yeah. I was, I was talking to that about my grandparents the other day. I'm working in Canadian Tire. And I lost, <laughs> and then, like, I just served some random dude. He's kind of creepy, actually. And he just lost his shit over bead guards that were on a hummingbird feeder. <laughs> they were coming through the till. He just kept showing me the bead guards. He was just really hyped up about the bead guards. He's like, this one's got bead guards. <laughs> People, old people are like that, man. It's they get really. This guy excited. wasn't old. This guy's like thirty. Oh, yeah, it was weird. Oh, every time you tell that story, I think you're like you know, like a sixty-five-year-old man. I no, no, those were the fun ones. No, those guys were fun to talk to, man. Thirty-something, eh? Oof. Yeah, he just looked like he could star in like the thirty-year-old virgin. 
it was a good time. I was I was just really confused. I was like, man, I, I respect how like hyped up you are, but I'm just confused. Like, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> I didn't ask for I didn't ask for like an unboxing or a uh, or or a reveal. 2020, <laughs> like like 2015 B guard edition of Hummingbird <laughs> features. In, <laughs> you know, like uh. You know that's that's kind of why I, I I wanted to like volunteer again and like do some customer service like boots on the ground stuff because now I'm kind of doing a lot more back end work in my job mm-hmm. and it's just like I don't get that contact with people anymore right and like yeah. people like sometimes people will come up to you and just say like the most outlandish craziest shit <laughs> you like, you just like don't even expect it. Like, Especially what? the general public. The general public is just a scary animal sometimes, you know? This is yeah, it's and if you work at like a department store, if you work at Walmart or like whatever it is. You don't know what like, you're gonna get that day. You have no idea, like let alone what that what kind of person is it like sometimes you can kind of tell, but yeah, but just people from all walks of life are gonna walk through the till. Like you could have an executive at a company that makes Two hundred and fifty thousand a year, pay on payroll, right? And then you or have you a guy could... that shows peanut butter jars up his ass. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. Only the Skiffy. <laughs> Watch twist. It's the same guy. <laughs> yeah, an executive that just makes a fuck ton of money and just like jams peanut butter jars up his ass. He likes and, the and he, rota- and he rotates them clockwise to all these. <laughs> That's how he opens them. Only during daylight savings time. <laughs> that's how that's how he prepares for daylight savings time. <laughs> oh man. So weird. <laughs> that's so fucking weird. <laughs> or you can just get like a guy with like who's who has like two teeth left. Yeah. I mean there's a lot of those out of here. Combination of Donair sauce and hockey. I lost them all. Well, my two friends I lost when I was trying to pull a nail out and then I hit myself in the head with a hammer. <laughs> and then the rest of them. <laughs> You're ending the stream. I got ended now, man. All right, buddy. No problem at all. Yeah, I, I had a good time. This was good. This is a good place to end it. <laughs> And on that bombshell. Brought to you by Better Health. <laughs> which, which we all need. <laughs> all right. Good night, man. All right. Adios, Protendo. <laughs> Later.